0: Hello, my name is Alfonso Hinton, and welcome back to my podcast, Hope Inspires Faith. Um, I was just trying to figure out something to talk about, something random. You know, when you're trying to do a podcast or when you're trying to get people interested in just listening and hearing your thoughts and ideals, sometimes it's hard to come up with different topics to talk about. And then you're like, where do you start? I mean, what do people want to hear? What would pique their interest? What can you talk about to make them listen again? I mean, where where's the category? How do you categorize this? You know, it's it's not easy. You know, my ultimate goal is to inspire and encourage and, and, and give people excitement about just being who they are. And that's why a lot of my podcasts are on inspiration. So I think that's where I'm gonna go this time, i to go on inspiration. Um typ- typical Monday, typical Monday, wake up going which is which today, wake up going, going to work. You know, excited about something, excited about nothing. Depends on what category you are. And then you run into people who, who are totally excited. You know, like I've, I've learned, I've been through some things in my life and I've I've learned that, you know, I, I heard a guy say, you know, he, he had a bad day. And then this other guy say, you know, you didn't have a bad day. You had bad moments in a day. But a lot of times we go ahead and label our day in the beginning. We wake up in the morning and say, oh, I know it's going to be a bad day. Already feel it. Already you have spoke negativity over your life. Already you have put the, I guess, the atmosphere over your life that every corner that you turn, you're looking for something bad to happen. But that's not the case. And when I heard this guy say you only have bad moments in a day but you can have a good day with bad moments. I mean, that really, really caught my attention because I know I used to say that all the time. You know, oh man, how was your day? Today wasn't so good, it was a bad day. But then I didn't realize at the time that there was just bad moments. So what do we do to change the concept? What do we change the mindset? First of all, you you, you gotta look in the mirror and know who you are. Look in the mirror and know what you're trying to accomplish. Look in the mirror and say what you're going to do to inspire you to to have a great day. It's not guaranteed you don't have a great day, but it depends on your mentality. It depends on your state of mind because everything could be going good. But if you're grouchy, mumbling on the inside, sleepy, tired, weary, that will cause you to think you're having a bad day and everything around you will turn into that effect. But it doesn't have to be that way. I've learned to just be excited about being excited. Um, my, my my weekend Sunday, my weekend, I got up, I I, I got myself motivated and, and and I went to Sunday school. I taught Sunday school, had a great time. It it was inspirational. We talked about Jesus when he was arrested, which a lot of people, you know. You might can't catch on to this. You might not can't catch up with this, but you know, just paraphrasing, if you're a Bible reader, it talks about when Jesus was arrested in the garden and and how he was betrayed, you know, by by Judas, you know. And we always say you don't be a Judas, and and we always label people as Judases when we feel like we be a trade being betrayed. Then we talk about Peter. Peter denied Jesus three times, and Jesus knew this was going on. So we talked about even in the real world when when nobody on this earth has ever gone through their whole life and at some point not betrayed somebody in in some sense because we are all human we are all flesh you know somewhere in there we we wasn't at our best so we manipulated a situation and that's a form of betrayal and but then i we we talked about you know how everybody look at his situation is He's the worst person in the world because oh man how could judas betray jesus but then you can betray your loved one just the same so that do that make you better than judas no it doesn't it could be cause you can fall into that same category when had the last time have you betrayed somebody we ain't had the last one last time where you turn your back on somebody that's why we should be careful how we talk about people in situations but the sunday school went real well and then he was talking about peter peter denied jesus three times peter peter want you with jesus when he was in the garden want you the one that cut off that ear no it wasn't me it wasn't me i wasn't with them and then another time is aren't you one of the 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 disciples that that walk with him and and and, and sup with him, no, I'm not that one. Three times he said I'm not that one. How many times have we ever denied something that that we were involved in, we had been in? How many times have we done this? I mean if you haven't done it, you keep living, keep waiting a while, because sooner or later it's gonna be a situation to to where you're not gonna be at your best unless your mind has been reprogrammed, but then you still could be susceptible to, to do something against somebody. Because we're all humans, we're all flesh and we all trying to strive for perfection, but has anybody gotten it right? In 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 my spiritual mentality, there's only one man that walked the earth that was blameless, and that's Jesus Christ. Other than that, everybody else we're born in sin and we try to come out of it we do we'll free more agents to do whatever we want a lot of times we ask why do people do what they do because they have a choice they choose to do what they do so i mean it was a good sunday school lesson and and then we went into our church service and we had a hard time and it, it was exciting and and you know praise and worship and and call to worship and And you know, it's just an atmosphere of of worshiping and atmosphere of just glorifying God for just being here. And if you could take your mind and if you could just program your mind to think that a lot of things that you got through that you didn't know how, that you had no control of, it has to be somebody. In my belief, it's my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that's within me, and my Heavenly Father that covers me. But that's my belief. It, it may not be yours. Be and you, like I said, everybody have a choice, and that choice is is, is yours. I'm not gonna down you for the choice that you make. Please don't down me for the choices that I make. Even when we're in there and we're, we're worshiping the Lord, and you know, I can be, I can, I probably could think about many times when. You know, when I was out there and I would go to go to the club and 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 songs come on that just make you want to move and and you go running out there. And I mean, this is in the world now. And when I say in the world, that means you you have a reprogram your mind to do the things of God. And that's a whole nother podcast later on down the road. But then you get out there and, you know, you get to feeling it and 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 you dance because you something something come over you and. And, and you just gotta get out there and you dance as hard as you can because that song inspired you to just get out there and dance. And, and some dancers, man, are so crazy that you're like, what are they doing? But then just because they're inspired by that, they just go along with it, and then this one catch on to that one, and, and they learn that dance, and everybody out there challenging each other, and, and so what. But then in a church service, you know, you get in there, and, and you get inspired, you know, but you, you get to thinking about the goodness, and you and you hear songs, and, and it comes, and you get this feeling, and, and then you get in there, and, and then it make you want to move, make you want to do a, do. A, a, a dance for the lord a, a, a shout or whatever you want to call it and but then to, when you do that people look at you and say what are they doing why are they shouting but then why why are they hollering why are they screaming you can go to a football game and holler at a man all day long running down there for a touchdown. But to get in the house of God, they think something wrong with you because you can see that man running. So I guess you got faith in that man, but you can't visually see Jesus Christ. You can't visually see our Heavenly Father. You can't visually see the Holy Ghost, but you can feel the presence. So when you're screaming and you're excited about that one running down that field or slamming that basketball or hitting that home run, I'm in church service on Sunday and I'm feeling inspired by what God has done for me in my life and how he's changed my life and how he make me feel. So then sometimes it make me wanna dance. And and when I dance, it's not because you, 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 I don't care who see, but I'm inspired by that type of atmosphere when I'm feeling grateful and I feel his presence and it make me wanna shout. It make me wanna do a little shout, little dance, but that's what it's all about. And that's why I say everybody got a choice. Because you choose to do it that way, don't blame me and other people who like to worship God and praise God with a with a dance because that's what inspires us. It's all about excitement. I'm just talking about the joy. What brings you joy? My joy in the Lord is my strength. My joy in who my created is my strength. And no, you don't have to believe everything I believe. You don't have to take everything I say. But then if you were to feel the presence, if you would feel that experience, then you can understand what's going on. You can understand how I feel. But except you open up your mind and your heart to do it, then you're not gonna ex- experience it. So church service on Sundays is it, it's, it's awesome, you know. And then we move on, and then we get out of church, and you know, and then we get to talking about some great things, and and everybody reminisces on how good a time they had, and and a lot of people look at it on live, and you know, look at it from a distance. They get excited behind closed doors, but they would not dare get into a, a a setting to where they can be seen on their live and then get involved and and, and shout and, and dance a little bit and, and do what have you because they want to do that in secret. But then you have a wonderful time. Ain't nobody ain't nobody ain't nobody drunk. Ain't, ain't nobody fighting. Ain't nobody head bad and you could just talk about the joy of the Lord and, and how good a time and you get through the day, go home and eat, get up on Monday mornings and when you get up on Monday morning, you're inspired and you, you're still thinking about the service you had. And and then you can go to work and then you talk to your fellow pastor, brother, friend, minister. And you talk about what you had at your service and and they talk about what they had at their church service. And, and then like me and my partner, pastor. Van de vereen you know, we work in the office and you know, I'm a minister, he's a pastor, and we get there and we talk about in a great time that I had at, at my church and he talked about a great time he had at his church and we often joke, you mean to tell me God was at your church too to where you can have a good time and he was at your church and that you know we joke about it because we know God is omnipresent. That means he everywhere and he can he can he can spread his his love there he can spread his love there so we get in there in that environment and we talk about the lord and we talk about the high time we have and man it, it's it's all exciting it ain't like going to a club and talking about this one fighting that one fighting this one got shot they got beat up that man with that man woman them that way it ain't none about that it's, it's all about joy And the presence of the Lord. And and that's what excites me. And that's what I don't push on nobody. But sometimes I wish they could feel how I feel about how my heart feels, my joy, my appreciation for what God has done in my life. And even I look around at my children and everybody doing good and and nobody's nobody's in jail and, and and everybody's prospering. Lives might not be perfect but they're going in a direction for to be and that's what's exciting to me. So in the beginning I talked about what excites you? What do you think about doing a day that gets excites you? I get excited when I know my family's doing well, my parents are doing well, brothers doing well, sister-in-laws, nieces, nephews, friends, anybody I run into, I, they're doing well and my ultimate... Ultimate, ultimate goal is to spread joy, to spread excitement, spread cheer, let people know that they can have joy too. And it doesn't mean everything in your life is perfect. It doesn't mean that, and it's not going to be, but it means your mentality can rise above all those circumstances and it can make you feel great. All those challenges can be beneath you. If you put your mind spiritually above all that chaos and keep everything down below, then you can be successful and you can be happy. And then those bad days that you talk about, it can only be bad moments and periods in day because once you get through that day and you you maintain and you win that little battle, then you go through that segment of a good day and then maybe something might come again to try to catch you off guard and that's just a bad moment that's trying to take over your day. But you don't have to let that happen too. So that's what being inspired is all about. That's why you got to have a positive attitude about yourself. That's why whatever you do, you got to be excited about it. Don't be grumpy, because if you got a mindset that's already got you down, how can you win? And that's what my excitement is all about. And I just love helping people. I love pushing people. I love excelling making people excel. I love challenging people. I love it. Ask people where you going. Out there where I work at they have operated tests. And if I know somebody that's there, hey, you, are you taking them tests? Are you are you flourishing them tests? Where you at? I talked to you six months ago. You say you're gonna take tests. Where are you now? You have something to say, hey I'm finished with these, I'm finished with those. And you have one that's some max out and just I mean that's waiting to top out in my pay. That's what encourages me. That's what makes me feel good because and then some people come back and say, thank you for encouraging me. Thank you for pushing me to take those tests, because if you wouldn't have done it, I wouldn't be maxed out and making more money than I'm, I I was making before. So that's what encouraging is all about. And that's what my podcast is all about. That's what my, my blog is all about. And that's what my YouTube channel is all about, which I have a blog, www hopeinspiresfaith.com is my blog Also the podcast that you're listening to faith is my podcast And then a YouTube that I started Which I'm about to get back into Just making videos, positive videos To impact somebody's life Because my motto is If I could just help one person With the things I write The things I say I feel like it's worthwhile And it's worth it and, and, and I get inspired because I know some people will listen and some people won't. Some people will agree. Some people will disagree. Early in this segment, I say everybody got a choice and you got an option to choose to live or to die, to win or to lose, to succeed or fail. But just know, even if you fail, it doesn't define your success. It means that you need to regroup and figure out how to succeed because you didn't make it the first time doesn't mean it's over. And that's what it's all about. And before I go, I want to share a little story. Sometimes God is seeing you in a direction that you don't have to go or don't need to go. I didn't think you were going just to be a blessing to somebody. It was one incident where I had to go and put my seat in my suits in the cleaners and I went the route right to put my suit in the cleaners and I stopped by the store. And normally I don't go to this store, sometimes I do, but then I happened to say, okay, I gotta go over to a family dollar store. And when I got to the family dollar store, I I got out of my car, I just left the funeral. So I had my suit on, you know, I kind of sharp, I had my suit on, pretty clean, clergy collar, cause I'm a minister. And and I was looking pretty good. So then I walked. This man had his hood up. His wife and his kids was in the in the car. And I said, "Excuse me, sir. Um, anything I do to help you?" And he looked. He said, "Well, no, sir. I'm good." I said, "You sure?" I said, "What what's wrong?" He said, "Nothing." I said, "We just rode a good little ways, and and I had to stop over here and check my oil to make sure my oil is, is good in my car, cause I have to, I have a, I have a good ways to go. So I, I said, "Okay, are you sure?" I said, "Well, go ahead and check your oil. See what is it." And he said, oh, man, it's, it's a little low. I said, OK, well, you, you take it easy. So then I took a step up. He had kind of put his hood down. I guess he was going to ride off. So I took a step up. And I said, excuse me, sir. Um, you said it was low? He said, yeah, it's low. I said, well, what kind of oil do you use? He said, I use 10W40. I said, OK, uh, how many courses do you need? He said, well, two should do it. It'll kind of to top me off and give me a little more for later. I said, okay, I'll be right back. He was like, no, no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. I said, it's not what I have to do. I told him, I said, God sent me in this direction because you needed help. And he sent me here to be a need, help help your need. And he was like, no, 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 no. So then he began to say, well, you know, I'm, I'm on hard times. I said, excuse me, sir. I don't want to hear about your hard times or you don't have to make excuses for being in a need. I said, now, I can pray for you that God opened up doors. I said, but right now, you need two cups of oil. I said, so, you don't you don't have to tell me a story to the reason why you need the oil, but you can tell it to God so God can restore. I said, because he sent me in this direction to be a blessing to you. And I said, so, when you're a blessing to somebody, you're just going to be a blessing and you're going to move on. I said, so, sir, can you excuse me so I can go ahead and get the stuff I need and get the two quarts of oil. So I went and got the two quarts of oil and stuff I needed came out. That's well, Here you go, sir. Um, I hope this helps. He said, really does. But you know, but thank you. I said, you're welcome. He said, but you know, but why did you stop? I said, well, you, you had a need. And I said, how would I be as a minister of the gospel? And I ride by somebody who's sitting there, wife, children in the car, hood up. And you I mean, I, I don't know your circumstances, But you told me you had a need. So that's why I asked you to need the oil. So, sir, what you do, you just thank God that he sent me this route because I live all the way on the other side. uh, And I don't normally have to come this way. So thank God for sending me in your direction to be a blessing to you. And my thing, when you get on your feet or back on your feet or whatever you're saying, if you ever see somebody in need, be a blessing to them and that's how it works you know we should always be willing to put ourselves in a situation to be a blessing to somebody and some people might say well he probably ain't need you know no oil he probably just trying to get over all i know is when i part he was taking his oil his wife and his kids in the car and when i got out the lord led on me to ask him could i help and I thought it needed a jump or something. I didn't know he needed all, but that's that's what he said he needed. So God supplied his need, and like I said, the only thing I told him, you know, thank God that He sent me in your direction, and He put compassion in my heart to stop and ask you what was wrong. I said, so thank God, and 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 I'll be praying that God help you to be successful in whatever venture you're going, so you can take care of your family. And his wife waved. And he waited and he said, thank you. God bless you. Have a great day. And I moved on. I said that to say this. Hope inspires faith in everybody. Just that little act of kindness could have changed that man's life. I don't know. but I don't want to let the fact that I wouldn't have done it and just walked by. I mean, that could have been his lifeline. Him and his wife could have been right on the edge of saying, frustrated, I'm done. I'm I'm gone. Get out of here. You ain't taking care of me. But because I did that, they was able to go a little bit farther. So what I'm trying to say is. Hope inspires faith. Be excited about life. Sometimes your mentality, your countenance can go a long way. But then always, 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 always be looking for opportunity to spread love. And that's what excites me when I can get somebody else excited, when I can get somebody encouraged, when I can get somebody see a bigger picture than what they're looking at. That's what excites me. So thank you for listening to my podcast. If you click more at the top of this link, you'll see more episodes and you can click. I have numerous episodes. Click, share with your friends, because it may be something there to inspire them and help you. And if we share with one another, we all can be successful. As I listen to other people's podcasts, people listen to mine. We learn from each other. Then who knows? Even you can get involved. Thank you for your time. Until next time. Hope inspires faith.